And he manages to punch somebody with the, the head on the end of his fist. And says, I quite enjoyed. Heads up. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that was the sheriff's felt, head to the deputy. <laughs> it felt very dead alive to me, that moment of just like so completely over the top, like we're just going to punch somebody with a face. I like it. Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where I, Gorehound Julia Marchesi, delves into my horror movie notebook to corrupt another one of my longtime chums, Terry Gamble, who is hiding in the creepy horror closet. My mission is to learn the gospel of horror movie survival and to incorporate Julia's wealth of wisdom to become a final girl disciple. Join us as we take a deep dive into everything from OG horror to newly released films, but preferably classics on VHS. We'll talk about obscure details that no one else notices. Spin off into alternate casting universes, crush on some dodgy, foxy fellows, and creepy uncles, and arm ourselves with the knowledge necessary to become the the final girl. guys welcome to horror movie survival guide <laughs> she's terry she's julia and we're here to talk with you about 1995's demon knight from the tales from the crypt family the title of this episode is evening motel people <laughs> and the tagline for this movie is it's so tales from the crypt ready for your dead time story oh i want a dead uh, time story <laughs> tell me a dead time story crypt keeper this movie was made for $13 million and it made $21 million. All right. A success. Uh, so this movie was e- written by Ethan Reef, Cyrus Vonis, and Mark Bishop and was directed by Ernest Dickerson. So uh, we get within this uh, and we get the opening, the tales, uh, we get the um, classic tales from the crypt kind of opening. It's super sure. fun. Because <laughs> you get like, you get like lingerie and blood within the first minute. Yeah, I was like 90 seconds in. I was like, I got blood and titties. I'm in. All right, great. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Crypt. Um, Mm -hmm. There's um, a lady. She's like, you know, in a bathtub. She's just had some sexy lingerie on, but then she's like rubbing her titties in the bathtub. I was like, whoa, okay. Um, And it's pretty fancy. Um, And then there's something bubbling, though, and emerging. And all of a sudden, it walks into the bathroom, and it looks like murders. Like, yeah, bodies climbing out of tubs, slimy, slimy bodies. Um, and it's John Larroquette. <laughs> yes. So we find it, but then there's a, there's a, the Crypt Keeper yells cut, and we realize that we are watching a movie within a movie, and that now, uh, this was not the movie we were watching. This was just the opening scene where the Crypt Keeper is uh, berating John Larroquette for his uh, performance. And, you know, the thing is, is I know the Crypt Keeper's shtick is terrible puns, but they bother me so much. Really? They're so terrible. Because you're no, you're no Gory Cooper, no Robert Dedford. I'm like, oh, just stop. <laughs> it's like dad jokes, you know? I know. That's probably why I love it. Like, Wes and I both are like, we like dad Olympic each other all the time, I feel like. Like, he and I will do it for, it's 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 an inordinate amount of time that we have dad joked with each other. And he's like, wow, I think, Terry, you're, you might be more dad than me sometimes. Because, like, I'm a big time daddy and I love a stupid pun and a bad joke. So this was, like, definitely up my alley. And this was kind of my shit. I was very, very into these bad jokes. I just like to hear you say that you're a big time daddy. <laughs> <laughs> ain't gonna lie guys i'm out here i'm your super femme top hey hey <laughs> so we open the real opening of the movie is uh, a car chase uh with billy zane and william sadler 
um, that are in Saddler's in the lead, looking in his rearview mirror, looking quite nervous. Billy Zane looking quite cool and detached. In Suave his, as uh, hell. Yeah, got his cowboy hat on. Don't give a fuck. Just going. Uh, but Saddler runs out of gas and so now has the idea to shoot uh, Billy Zane's car and misses mm-hmm. fucking terribly yeah. uh, a couple of times until finally gets it and explosion. And this mm. is all in the credit sequence. So it's we, fast like, and furious. I was excited. I was writing down names. I was like, oh my God, so many people that I love, like Billy Zane. And this is him like right before Titanic. So this is like peak kind of hotness, Billy Zane. Um, well, I always, I'm always a dead, a dead calm to Billy Zane. Right. So I'm oh. always like, that's what I think of. And I'm like, this is because the thing is like, nobody plays crazy like he does. It's such a very specific brand of crazy. That's really fun to watch. Um, we really get to see him choose some sh- scenery in this one. Dare I say crazy, sexy, cool, very much of that era as well. <laughs> um, and Jada Pinkhead yeah. in this too. I guess I got really excited. CCH Pounder. Anyway, I was like, yes. And then to see explosion at the end of these credits, I was like, cool actors and explosions. I'm in, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And they have that very 90s song, Hey Man, Nice Shot, playing at the beginning of it. And I was like, all right, dun, 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 dun. So we got Hard Rock, Explosions, yeah. and Smoldery Billy Zane. I was like, yeah, this is it. So we uh, we we get to Wormwood, New Mexico is uh, where we have we are ending up. Uh, and we have the, the police who have come to, to the car crash scene. And Billy Zane just talks him down real easy. It's real just so, so charming. And again, I was like, oh, no, these country bumpkin looking kind of cops. This is probably not going to be good. Anytime there's cops in the horror movie, I always am just like, I don't trust them. I mean, kind of like IRL, it feels like. But like, especially in this in this movie, in these movies, it's like, oh, they're never going to be doing anything super helpful. So no, they're like when you got this kind of dippy deputy, you know, stereotype who is just mur- mur- murring along this whole movie. Well, the, and, and, it's, and, the, and the main sheriff is like, hey, man, it, you know, it's too late to give them any tickets uh, or harass them about that. Like, oh, like he's still wanting to ticket them because he was like, they were going at least a hundred to have this accident and all that stuff. And he's like, you can't shoot their ashes. That's another little dad moment too. I was like, I'm sure Julia loved that. Um, But no, you can't shoot their ashes if they're all burnt up, but they don't seem to be burnt up as Billy Zane walks out of that uh, pretty unscathed. And like Julia says, talks him out of it. And is saying, I'm, I'm chasing a very da- dangerous man, uh, so we have to help me find him and just kind of takes them, gets in, he's in charge right away, it seems like. So, uh, strike, uh, Breaker, who is William Sadler, ends up mm-hmm. at this very downtrodden town of Wormwood, New Mexico, and runs into none other than fucking Dick Miller, bitches, because he's amazing and he could be in any every every movie r.i.p um so good and he's like this like town bum basically he's like the town drunk or something and he's hanging out drinking outside and he's like uh uh you know trying to like talk with um our hero here breaker um and they share a drink and old man leads him to this old church he's like hey is there a place i can bed up bunk for the night he's like well there's this old church that's actually was decommissioned because people don't have use for that stuff anymore um, he's like, perfect. We'll go to that place. And so I guess it now it's a motel. Um, and yes. he's looking at it. He keeps looking at his hand, our breaker guy. And it's like, seems like he's got a tattoo. That's kind of funky. He's got like stars on his hand and a tattoo, but they um, kind of move a bit and glow a bit. So there's something kind of supernatural about this tattoo. It seems. Yeah. So we have the normal, uh, kind of wacky bunch of local town characters here at the hotel. Uh, we have, uh, 
Cordelia, who is the prostitute who lives in the hotel. Uh, we have uh, Jada Pink, who's Smith, right? <laughs> the, the prostitute, like the, yeah. sweet, the sweet prostitute. I love a prosy. I was like, okay, great. Prosy with the heart of gold moment, you know? Um, and um, yes, go on. You have Jada. We yeah, with Jada as Geraldine. We have uh, Charles Fleischer, Mister Roger Rabbit himself as Mister Wally Enfield, uh, and we have Thomas Hayden Church chewing the scenery as Roach in this kind of Spicoli meets '90s club kid. I don't really know what to call him. He just seems like a '90s asshole. Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? Though, like, it's it, that's all he's given us. He's giving like a little, a little like Spicoli kind of grown up. Um, you know, ten years later, kind of a thing. Um, also, just like the guy who pushes it to the limit, listens to his music too loud, pushes around women a little too much, a misogynist. You get all of that kind of just from his entrance alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so, he's dating the he's dating the hooker with the heart of gold, Cordelia. But he's not treating her super great, and Wally. Our um, Charles, Mr. Charles Fleischer, as Julia said, Mr. Roger Rabbit himself is in lo- clearly in love with her. Eating um, his heart out as he yeah. watches uh, them go upstairs together for his electroshock, strange, sex, kinky, whatever it is. And so, Charles is super sweet. I used to run into him at the Starbucks I used to write at. Oh, <laughs> that's good to know. Yeah. It always threw me out that he's the suspect in Zodiac. Yeah, because I was like, I can't not see Roger Rabbit. Like, I can't. He's so not threatening. It's hard to make him be threatening. Um, but he's, you know, gore, uh, so adorable as the little like lovable geek in this movie who's who's just following after a, a Cordelia with puppy eyes. So we find out that Irene, who uh, is the woman who runs the hotel, had actually ratted out uh, Breaker to the police, and so they know, now they know where he is, and so now they are on their way to the hotel with Billy Zane in tow. Well, because he seemed pretty suspicious, and he used the name Mister Smith to check in, and kind of was like, "Oh yeah, I'm Mister Smith." So like when you hesitate and you give that kind of a name, you're probably trying to have people not find you. So that's exactly why she was like, mm, "This hotel's kind of dubious. Uh, you look." Kind of dubious even though i know these people are all kind of crazy i know these crazies i don't know you yet so uh when they when they say uh, end up going and now there's this hostage standoff because breaker doesn't want to be given up and he doesn't want zane to get what he wants uh billy zane says he's from a collection agency and is looking for an ancient relic in the shape of a key so you're like okay all right we'll see what happens here, but there's just too much kind of tension going on. Um, and according to the police uh, computer, Frank Branker died five years ago. Yeah. So, so we're dealing with the ghost and the people are like, uh, he's got an alias that's dead. That's probably not too great. So, um, yeah, they have a full on standoff at there. Um, when, uh, the, the Billy Zane guy comes in and Breaker grabs, uh, Jada, Jerlyn, um, or Geraldine and grabs her and puts a knife next to her throat and uses her like a hostage. Um, and, but the Billy Zane guy is like, nah, he's not going to actually do it. It's fine. And so, um, he does let her go. Um, and doesn't, you know, give up the piece of antiquity. Um, but, but uncle Willie, our friend Dick Miller finds the key and is like, Hey, here you go. There's the key. It's fine. So they find it, open the box, and it's got that da-da-da kind of relic kind of moment. Uh, but it's like, hey, there's something. Billy Zane says uh, his, his name, but his character's name, by the way, is just The Collector. That's the only name he's given. Okay, so we can call him Billy Zane. That's fine, too. But The Collector's <laughs> great, too. <laughs> uh, and he is- <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, you go. 
just there's something inside the key and he's like oh uh can you dump that out before you put this in the case because i you know whatever it is i just and so, so clearly there's of- something he can't touch and there's something he's afraid in there so we get that right away now too that like oh okay that thing is probably actually not his even though he's got the box that's got the right shape for it um there's something about it that uh that there's a problem but in the meantime all this stuff had been going on downstairs um cordelia and roach had been upstairs <laughs> um getting it on till the break of dawn um mm-hmm. so to speak but they've got some weird kinky stuff going on in which i thought was hilarious he's got um his nipples hooked up to like a battery <laughs> a car battery and she's shocking him um with his nipples like hooked up to this car battery um but um so down, downstairs breakers trying to impress to everybody that the collector is not who he says he is yes. and you can't trust him. Um, so the sheriff's like, fine, fine, fine. We're going to take you back, both doc, back down to the station. You can we'll talk sort it, it out, out there. there. Um, and Billy Zane, instead of going along with that, was like, yeah, why wait? And just punches his fist through the sheriff's head. Like through his face to the back of his head. And yep. it's like hole in head. And I was like, oh, this movie's about to get real good. Yeah. Um, boom, boom, boom. Wow. Um, and he and not like, only just punches it, he lifts his arm up. And then the head pops off <laughs> the top of his head. And then and like, he manages <laughs> to punch somebody with the, the head on the end of his fist. And says, I quite enjoyed. Heads up. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that was the sheriff's felt, head to the deputy it felt very dead alive to me that moment of just like so completely over the top like we're just gonna punch somebody with a face i like it it totally was and then breaker in that moment is able to grab the key and burns like because you can now you get that that key is actually dangerous to our demon zane like uh billy zane character and he like burns the side of his face with it basically um this um this was my i think my favorite moment in the movie is billy zane jumps out the window and then like turns around so angry and she's like fuck this cowboy shit and just starts taking it off and he's like so angry and i was like yeah that's one of the best lines (laughs) (laughs) nobody can deliver that scene like billy zane can like it really is just like he's having so much fun and the character's so demented that he just has a joy with it and so i really really like like, and yeah yeah. wouldn't like a demon thing or whatever something that's trying to repossess from the other side like not want to have to wear like human shit anyway he was so annoyed (laughs) uh it's super great but then all of a sudden like he's like well screw it i'm gonna have to do things another way then instead of trying to be in this human garb and stuff i'm gonna just raise some like maybe demon like friends to like help out so he like pours out this like green slimy goo stuff that all of a sudden like morphs and like all of a sudden yeah it's just oh yeah it's demon blood and all Mm -hmm. of a sudden um these like demons like kind of rise out of the grounds um this like consecrated kind of looking ground and um everyone from the hotel is like looking in, out the window and they're like uh it's a nice sequence it's yeah. well it's well done and you're like oh those are some there's just some demons you're now in a lot of trouble you guys yeah you thought you were fucking with somebody and now you're really fucking with somebody so of course uh the demons attack and, and they look kind of uh, like the crypt keeper meets like chuds like these demons, yeah, like guys. like ghoulies a little bit, but yeah. uh, a step above ghoulies. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, as much as we love ghoulies, yeah. but, you know. <laughs> terrible. And they start hopping through the window, and breakers shooting them, and 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 trying to. Like any- some, of them, mm-hmm. some of them are shooting green lightning out when they get shot, so we don't know what that's about. 
it's yeah, it's pretty crazy. But um, Riker starts making looks like like a force shield, a force field, and he's pouring a little bit out from this little key thing that he's had. That's actually got it's like a vial, um, and he pours this little red, these red droplets out. Um, and then people try to go through the back door to get out of there because like the people in the hotel, the mo- the motel people, uh, are terrified as they lives. should be. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Roach and, uh, Roach and Cordelia go outside and, uh, a monster come and Roach just runs away. Well, he convinced there. her to go out there. He's like, we got to yeah. get out of here. She's like, uh, I don't think so. Like, I don't like, you know, fight or flight right now, like trying to figure it out. And she's like, I'd rather kind of fight, I guess. And he's like, I'd rather fly. And, uh, he goes and like convinces her and leaves her so fucked up. So who comes to the rescue? Wally. Wally comes to the rescue and he shoots the demons in the eyes, but doesn't know. So he goes outside, has the gun and breakers like shoot it in the eyes, but doesn't say, Hey, when you shoot it in the eyes, green lightning comes out. So maybe watch out for that before you do that but doesn't say that he's really not good at giving directions. Kind of this whole movie. He like, kind of is like, he gives partial information. I feel like just cause I don't like, he takes for granted that maybe other people don't know how to deal with demons or like <laughs> the underworld. I don't know. <laughs> I guess he feels like all of these people are quite disposable. So it doesn't really matter. Like he's on a bigger quest. And so they're all kind of doesn't matter. They're just humans. The mission is bigger than, than them, unfortunately, um, you know, saving the world and whatnot. So uh, poor Wally gets gets zapped by the green lightning and uh, is very sad. Uh, so now they have to stay inside, and they he tells them that Breaker says the only two things that will keep them out is the blood and the key, um, and we have to destroy their eyes. So now they know how they fight these animals. They have the rules. And he also says we just have to make it through the night. Um, we, you know, freeze their tortured souls, basically. We have to get these people, uh, then I'm out of here. So this, we have to make it through the night. And then the movie goes in a crazy direction because then we flash back to the fucking crucifixion. <laughs> I was like, what is happening now? Yep. So it's, we get a crazy Jesus on the cross flashback from the window and like breaker. He seems obviously we get that he probably died or some, something happened to this guy. Cause he's off the grid. Um, and he's got these crazy visions and, um, and there's a, a, mm-hmm. a guy who is trying to give a demon the key in the crucifixion time, but God like smites him down. So we got the ancient battle that is being carried on. Um, and when That's they ask the, him a little bit, part of the Bible fiction too, go on. Oh yeah. Demons. Were there Absolutely. Demons the yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's like a whole thing of like, that's like the whole, like, you know, Jesus going to the desert and being tempted for the 40 days and like 40 nights thing. And then like on the cross, his final thing is like, kind of like commending a spirit like over and giving up so that he can pass through the other side. There's a whole, anyway, this is not obviously biblically accurate, uh, quote unquote <laughs> in this <laughs> film, but it, is, but it is, but it actually is kind of part of the theology that there was this battle between the angels and demons in this moment. And that's exactly what they're showing. So mm-hmm. it's not completely non biblical. Um, okay. Yeah. Historically accurate, David Knight. For those who are not in the Bible Bible reading side, <laughs> didn't grow up uh, reading a lot of it. <laughs> that would be me. Um, so they finally ask Breaker, "Who who are you really?" Uh, he says, "I am just an old man running out of time." Yeah, uh, but he still is. He's very choosy with the information he leaks out bit by bit. 
Well, I think he just is like, doesn't want to overwhelm people. Cause if you just tell people right away, like that you're on this mission, I don't think they, I think they would have probably tried to kill him. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? They're like, I'm mean, like, uh, okay, crazy guy. Like you've got us in this situation though. They just want you. Can we just throw you outside? Do you know what I mean? Though, like he's got to, he's got to kind of win them over in a certain kind of way too. And this is also, um, the next moment where, um, Roach, uh, Thomas Hayden church. So good. Um, THC. I was like doing his initials. I was like, his initials are THC, man. That's cool. Um, and I'm sure he figured his, that out. And his character is Roach. I was like, uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, but he's talking he with feels like one of those guys who's like, I got to live up to my name though. My name's THC. So, so I'm chill know. as hell. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so, um, he has a, like kind of a fight with Cordelia cause she's, like, uh, you just left me out there, you know, like, um, who are my, you know, talking about, these are my real friends. Like, cause she's mad at him and he's like, whores ain't got real friends. ain't got no friends. So rude. So mm-hmm. mean. Um, but it's okay though. Cause she's going to get him back in a moment. Um, and yeah, him, uh, mm-hmm. Billy Zane is going to telekinetically, uh, seduce her in a moment here, which is uh pretty good. Cause you feel like demons you you never really know their powers right like satan you feel like you have a good guess he's kind of infinite anything he can do but demons you're like ah, oh, what powers do you have how about like making you feel like you can see a different thing and be in a different place and listen inside your head and all you have to do is let me in yeah just let me in and all your dreams will come true yeah that total i, I believe it'll totally happen it's very Renfield moments that he has here with these people. And you're just like, no, he's, he's Don't lying. Like you talked him. about with crazy as hell before, you know, like, yeah. it's like, if you make a deal with the demon or a devil, like they're always going to lie to you. Like they're, it's not going to happen for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Cordelia ends up being possessed by a demon uh, and eats Wally who saved her. It's pretty sad. But before that, she got a nice burn back and told him that assholes don't told Roche that assholes don't have friends either. So she, at least she got a sick burn in before she turned demon, but she got all crazy possessed and she looks like the exorcist though. She looked real bad. Um, and yeah, she uh, ate the boy Wally. Eats Wally uh, and rips Irene's arm off in an incredibly graphic scene. Yeah, pretty good. CCH Pounder, man. Uh, pretty fabulous. And yeah. um, just like, uh, uh, just wah, with that arm off. <laughs> that was really intense to watch. Um, yeah. So, but she gets up, her, she gets her head blown apart. So uh, that's the end of our hooker with the heart of gold. Um, so we find out that what is in that key? What is in that key? The blood of christ is in that key but not just the blood of christ there's some other people too but that's how it started and that's what's Mm -hmm. the protection against these demons so so they decide that the only way to get out is going to be going through this really dodgy mine shaft that's at the like underground of the hotel and breaker's like no i told you we just need to stay and make it through the night in this one location let's not try to move locations because they're either already there or they're going to follow us but roach hasn't been real insistent and he's also been like very anti anything breaker has had to say this whole film like he doesn't mm-hmm. trust him so they kind of have a standoff but everyone else is like hey irene's gonna bleed out like her arm literally just got ripped the fuck off she's drinking like a bunch of uh, vodka and like dousing it with that trying to like so she's drunk now and trying to like not bleed all the way out 
So they end up going, trying to go into this mine shaft. And uh, Geraldine finds uh, Danny, who was a little boy that we had seen earlier in the film, uh, hiding in the mine shaft. But his parents are monsters. Uh, so they they said the the thing about this uh, movie is like with this blood of Christ thing, like you don't ever need to run. Like all you have to do is seal yourself in a room with all four corners with this blood, and then you just stay there. And he also said to stay together, which is also because every horror movie, you know, you give the rules just because, you know, the characters are all going to break them. Right. So <laughs> like no matter what, what you give them. So this is definitely that case where um, they were told to not break the party and they keep constantly getting pulled. But the problem is, too, they've all, they're also contending with supernatural forces that are pushing and pulling them in these different directions. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know, Roach, they play to his hubris, you know, of like not wanting to believe in anything. So, of course, he's going to try to, like, you know, he wants to actually give the key to the demons because he's like, the only thing between us and us and getting out of here is this stupid thing that they want. Why don't we just give it to them and we can get the hell out of here? So he's going to try to find a way to do that. Right. Um, So we get this flashback of Breaker uh, when he's finally when he's the person who finally gets the key. Uh, he's in World War One, and there's he's in down a foxhole with a buddy who is dying, and tells him that like he has been carrying. He is the one who has been carrying this key. He's on this long line of people since the blood of Christ, and you, every person who dies, adds their blood to it, so that's never empty, and it will carry on this line of the blood of Christ. So that's where he got this uh, key from, and it is the seven. He has seven stars on his hand for seven people, and when the seven peoples align. Uh, this, the focus, the cosmos of the power of the cosmos into your hands. And uh, if so they don't, if they don't maintain it, they'll bring back the darkness that was in the before times and the before Genesis. Yeah. So it's a little, it's a little like Lord of the Ringsy, like one ring to rule them all kind of deal. Yeah. No. Terry's face is like, no, Julia, no, it's no. not. No, it's, it's, it's very, it is that too, but cause well, I'm just thinking, well, that's also kind of loosely biblical based and all that kind of stuff too. It's very similar of like all seven and we'll watch them fall. Like all that, like that's, it's just old. Like See, I only I only know that as a Prince lyrics. So. I know, but Prince was also Jehovah's Witness, and that has its own. That's has it's like the probably the most J Dub song he has. That's overtly J Dub. I think that was a hit, the big hit. Um, yeah. That uh, you know goes into the, kind of the theology and stuff too. Um, so I find that absolutely fascinating. But of course, uh, now you know though. But that's partly where that comes from, uh, and the seven seals and all that stuff is all Bible stuff too. So Billy Zane is back. Now he, he, he successfully seduced Cordelia, no problem. And Geraldine is next on his list uh, and seduces her in this very 90s kind of like room with lots of flowing curtains. It looks like a music video from the like most. 90s. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, and gives her the kind of stereotypical demon speech of like, you can have anything you want. You can travel the world. You can have money and you can be rich and you can be immortal. And-, and he morphs the pictures that are, that are, this is cool, that are on the wall of her and shows her like in like Italy or like, you know, by the Leaning Tower, like all these different beautiful like kind of places that of course she's dreamed of. And we've had earlier learned that um, Geraldine was um, in prison before and she's out now. Um, you're not really sure the exact circumstances of it all, but she's she seems like one of those people who could definitely rise above her station and has bigger aspirations than being in a wormwood uh, um, and, and working as like the janitor slash cleaner slash kind of handy every woman of this motel. Um, and it's, it's awesome too. Cause it's also this power. It's Jada freaking freaking pink at before Smith Jada pink back in the day, like post being Tupac's, you know, 
one of her best friend, girlfriend, whatever they had going on, like type of life. Like this is like the beginning kind of, uh, like of her career too. And she's such a badass. And you're just like, she's, if she's going to fight with the demon, this is like not the one I think you want to mess with in the room. Um, she, uh, she mm -hmm. spits in his face. Yep. Like pretty good. Pretty good. If you're going to demon's going to give you a mortality and you're like, Nope, I'm going to spit in your face. How about that? So she's fighting it off, even though he's kind of gotten in there a little bit, she's able to kind of keep him at bay, um, way more so than, um, Cordelia was able to. Uh, but so he said, okay, uh, we have Geraldine's not going to work. Who else like, can I seduce in this place? Who's uh, easy. Willy. Willy. <laughs> so all he's got this fantasy sequence made me so happy because I was like, Dick Miller got to spend this entire day just surrounded by hot topless ladies being like, you're the best. You're the best. And rubbing all over him. And that's I, why it made me happy. I called it Willie's titty party. I was like, Oh my God. It's just, that's all it is. It's just uncle Willie shows up and it's just titty, 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 titty. Um, it's I'm like, sure Hugh, I imagine it's like being at the at Hugh Hefner's place back in the day. That's what it seemed like. Uh, it, I think this was uh, one of the scenes that probably made the 12, 13 year old boys who watch this incredibly happy. I'm sure that that scene got paused. I'm sure that's why they rented it. Like this would be the one, like you're like, I'm going to rent this movie 20 more times because like, Oh, like, Oh, why do you love that scary movie so much kids? Oh, nothing. Mm -hmm. It's fine. <laughs> Billy Zane's uh, they, cool. <laughs> <laughs> they also find uh, Wally's gun stash, uh, which has no bullets, but lots of grenades. So that might uh, come in handy. Uh, he might. He was planning to go postal. So we know that Wally is actually not the sweetheart he appeared to be. But he also, we did work for the post office. That was, we found it. That's his backstory. He literally was going to go postal. Um, he had quit his job at the post at the post before, but it turns out he's gone through everybody's mail in the building and already looked through stuff. And he, cause he had offered to like wash Cordelia's sheets earlier. And I'm sure he was probably just going through her stuff too in her room. So it turns out he was a little bit of a creeper. So I don't feel as bad at this point finding out that he got eaten alive um now we get a uh, demon willie back possessed choking straker uh breaker and uh roach comes in and cuts his head off but is still alive because he's a demon so he ends up uh impaling uh his eyes well, danny has to grab it this is like danny yeah. like has to get all strong this little kid and he's like they're like the eyes the eyes though and he's like okay and he grabs it and impales him on a deer's head it's pretty good. Antler through eyes. Yep. Um, so, and this is when Roach decides he wants to make a deal with right. the demon. Um, and he's like, Hey, I just want to get out of here. He's, he's this whole time he's been pushing to be like, just give him what he wants. And then we can get out of here thinking that that's going to work. But breaker is smarter than that. He knew that was not the case of the situation. Um, mm -hmm. But after they are able to get out of that room and, you know, Willie's gone now and whatnot, he um, commends, Breaker's like, hey, man, you know, thank you so much. I really appreciate what you've been doing. So he can shake his hand and get close enough to him because it's the 90s. People wearing some baggy clothes. They're not wearing skinny jeans during this time. Everybody's supposed <laughs> to kind of hang a little loose. He's able to reach right into Breaker's pocket and grab the key without him noticing and po pockets it. Uh, so but of course, we know if you're going to go make a deal with the demon, they're just going to fuck you over. So Billy Zane's like, yeah, thanks, man. It'd be cool. We'll let everybody go. No problem. No problem. And then just, I lied. And then just torn terribly apart immediately. Yeah. You get like, thrown. What you were expecting. <laughs> because they're on the second floor of the, of this place. I don't know if we talked about that too. Like on this little balcony and like they, he gets thrown like down, down to the bottom floor and the demons just like devour him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now, uh, 
every is the, the the troops are down. We got Irene's dead now, but all these people are Not, going down. They're all. Yeah. Is she dead yet? She didn't do the great. Oh, she did the grenades. We talk. I say sorry. Go for it. Grenades. Yeah. Talk about. Well, she grenades. like I would say she like she's almost dead. I think this is like right. Like she goes dead right now. But she basically like final girls herself. She's like okay, everybody kind of like hole up to your places. Slow. So Breaker's getting higher and higher up in the building, up to like the top of this. It's the old church, so it's up kind of like like a bell tower kind of thing up towards the top. And so she suits herself with the grenades that they found earlier um, from Willie's room, and. uh gets the sheriff as well. And he gets all brave too. And I was like, Oh, these are the people that weren't that brave earlier. They were the ones that were like the second fiddle or the people who made the calls to try to call the cops on this. And they are the ones that are having to like do the like final stand a little bit. And she Mm -hmm. sets those things off as they lure the freaking demon up and they, uh, get ready to go down in a blaze of glory. Mm hmm. So, uh, but, but now, uh, breaker knows that he, he's injured and he knows that he can't go on and that somebody else needs to carry on the legacy. Uh, and he decides that Geraldine is the one, she is the chosen one to carry on. Uh, even though she is, no, 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 she doesn't want to be me, not me, not me, but it's too late. And you are the one. She's um, the only one who it, was able to fight him off and get him out of her mind too. You know, everyone else kind of had moments of like kind of possession or, or, or that, but she is the new chosen one. So breaker fills the key. Uh, after they've gotten through this, this, this battle with his blood. And now she has the tattoo on her hand of well. And he says, when the stars line up, you'll know what to do. Um, so then Danny shows up and is now possessed as well. So she, uh, just kicks him out the window. <laughs> You're like, well, right. he pull on turns. Like his like mouth yeah. gets all like it, you know, like he has that, like cl- the clown teeth or whatever, kind of like craziness. And like, um, yeah, she has to kick him down. Um, as he's like popped up through the, um, through the trap door of the, of the attic. Mm-hmm. So then her, her move. And I think this is a pretty good move is to cover herself with the blood. So now she's immune. And I was like, right on. Good move. I like it. Take it outside the box. Also, she looks badass Cause she's like stripped down to like her little, like tight white tank top and like her underwear. And that's kind of it. And you're just like, damn Jada looking fit as hell as always. And like looking amazing. And then doused in blood, like full kind of like crazy final girl action. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they end up having this kind of standoff, uh, and then he breaks the bottle. Um, but she stabs him with the end of it and then drinks the blood of it. So now she is also like taking the power within herself, which we haven't seen happen in this movie yet. So we're like, I don't really know what's going to happen now. But she, she didn't swallow. She just puts it in her mouth and we just see her with it, mm-hmm. like in her mouth as he's trying to talk to her and trying to charm her and trying to make her dance and all kinds of craziness. And she's like not having it after he like, yeah had rinsed her off in the shower, you know, and everything of, of the other blood. So she's like, got that reserved blood. So I'm like waiting for it to see what happens. Uh, but we do, as we mentioned, dance scenes in movies. That's all I ask for. So here the we are. The last few weeks. That's yeah. hilarious. I guess, you uh, know what, Black Horror directors are like, people want to dance. People want to see people dance. Giving yep. Julia what she wants. <laughs> Woohoo! So she, he tells her that if I can't take your soul, I'm going to take your heart. Um, and she spits that blood in his face and he Um, goes up in a flames. Yeah. We got a good disintegrating demon bloody explosion. Um, and so she's, uh, and she fills up, uh, the bottle again. So now the bottle goes up again to breaker while he's his body and, and gets some blood from his heart or from his chest or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and is able to, uh, to escape. Now she is on her quest. She goes Continue. to the. Mm-hmm. She goes to get on a bus. 
But before she closes the door on that bus, she's like, looks behind her, seals that bus door. But good thing too, because the next bus stop, the next demon has risen. The Fox Theater in Westwood, where they're having the premiere of the very movie we're watching. (laughs) (laughs) In in the Crypt Keeper coda to the end of this movie. Yeah! UCLA's little theater, the Fox. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so this movie was, I had never seen it before. It was actually way more fun than I was expecting. I thought there were the performances were way, I, I really thought it would be not very good. Sorry, Wes. Uh, this was our producer Wes's suggestion and it's, a, it was really fun. I, uh, so thank you for suggesting it. Cause I had a blast watching it. I did too. It was, uh, I, I absolutely, it's obviously right at my alley with the dad jokes. So thank you. So I think Wes maybe in his, in his heart knew that somehow. <laughs> um, and I was obsessed with that. So, um, yeah. Yeah. lots of titties. Everyone loves that. Lots of titties. Great, great actors. Um, I, I love CCH Pounder is like one of my favorites. I think it's because when I was in college and they're like talking about acting types, they're like, you could play anything that she plays. And I was like, okay, yeah. And so anything that she's in, I always get really excited because I'm like, ooh, I could have probably, that would have been my part if I was auditioning right now. <laughs> um, do we want to do Gore Factor movie ratings, all that good stuff? Sure. Okay. Go for it. Um, a gore factor, and not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Two, a puddle of blood. Three, enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four, bathtub of blood. Five, run for the barf bag. Uh, we give this a five for gore because uh, we see a lot of things, like arms getting ripped off, people's getting Heads impaled. Punched through. Punched through a face, yeah. Um, a head popped off a body. There's a lot of, a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, well, if you, you know, when you see a t- tales from the crypt, you think gore, at least I do. So they know they got to deliver, right? The gore and the tits, they know what they're doing. Don't mess around with that movie rating zero to five chainsaws. One, if you're desperate Two, barely qualifies as a horror film, three seen worse, seen better Four, not too shabby and five fantastical. I gave this movie a three and a half. All right. I thought it was really fun. I gave it a 4.5 and that's probably just because our taste. I love something cheesy and a little fun and goofy. I just was really pleasantly surprised, like you said, by um, the acting performances I thought were really strong. Um, I think Jada is amazing. I will, I will watch her in anything pretty much. I think she's so talented. Um, And I just really like the dynamics of the characters. The tension was good for me. Um, The pacing was just right. I feel like I never was like bored or anything like that in this film. I, I really, really enjoyed it. So thank you for listening to us talk about Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight with a K. Uh, next week, we're going to start a new round of films. Um, this next round is going to be uh, all very recent horror films. So uh, we like to mix it up and do old films and new films. And these are some of the newer films that we've done. Uh, so next week, uh, we are going to be talking about Ready or Not, which I'm excited because uh, we just talked about Samara Weaving in Mayhem, and she's such a joy to watch there. And I hear that she's also incredible in this film, and I'm sure she is. So I'm very excited to watch I can't it. wait to watch it. And we love saying the new, new. We got to get into the new, new right now. So join us, you guys. Join us on the internet if you can. Talk with us um, if you got some new suggestions, old suggestions too, but for um, around later on. Um, we'd love to hear that. Um, uh, you can reach us at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Patreon dot com slash horror movie survival guide um if you'd like to um support us there we'd really appreciate it we appreciate all those who do we love you um and we really do appreciate it It helps a lot um for some new stuff we have coming up that we're excited um you guys have been able to help us get to um so look out for that um merchandise what 
I'm going to say it on the, on the pod. So that means we'll actually do it. That helps sometimes. <laughs> we got a, a merchandise store coming out. Um, so check that out. We'll hopefully have um, different items for you guys each month and some fun stuff that's exclusive for our Patreon um, subscribers um, and a lot more. So, um, and some interviews coming up too. So look out for that soon. So thank you guys so much. We adore you and we'll see you next week for, are you ready or not? <laughs> ready. <laughs> okay, great. We will see you, see you then. Ready or not. <laughs>